0: Hello.
1: Welcome back.
0: <laughs> You're so serious.
1: All of our friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here.
0: You sounded like Terry Carnation from Radio Rental. Right
1: there. <laughs> it does sound like <laughs> Terry Carnation.
0: Shout out Stacey and Pete here, not Terry Carnation.
1: No, Terry is not going to be here today. He's not
0: in the building. No, but it's us. If you're new, welcome. If you're old, well, you're not old. We're all young in spirit. (laughs) We don't want to grow up. It's the name of the game.
1: That's why we're here.
0: And the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So, as we all know, we love spooky season. We love Halloween. We love fall. We love all these things. We're so excited that we get to just dive in and talk about it some more. Just talk about it.
1: It's what you wanted to do last year.
0: It is. I remember having these discussions about our podcast because we started, well, we started recording our podcast in like August of last year of 2020. Right. But we knew we weren't going to start putting it out until October. And the thing is, is we ended up not having enough time. Like I wanted to do, a Halloween episode, you know, at least one a week. Right. Leading up to Halloween. And that seems like a lot at the time, which is so funny to think yeah, about. It did. But we only had time for one. I guess we did do two because we did a shorter episode, which we used to call our after school specials. Right. On. The Hall- ass episodes. The ass episodes. That's, <laughs> A-S-S. that's that's how they're saved in our computer. <laughs> <Yes>. but. <laughs> We did one on Halloween candy, like our favorite Halloween candy. remember that?
1: And then we did like one combo episode of a bunch of Halloween stuff.
0: Yes. And that, I think, I mean, while it's still new and fresh and we're still baby podcasters at that point, it's still fun. I think it's a fun episode.
1: It is a fun episode. We
0: talk about a lot of our childhood memories of Halloween and we cover, you know, a little bit of like movies and. Songs and things like that.
1: We've got a spooky voice in there.
0: <laughs> there is a spooky voice. Yeah. Maybe he could make a cameo right here. <laughs> oh, back again.
1: Whoa, scary guy.
0: Guess who's back?
1: What's his name?
0: Back again.
1: It's got to be like.
0: I want to say Vincent because I was thinking like Vincent Price, but it can't be Vincent.
1: Vincent Brotholomew? <laughs> it's Tend just it Brotholomew. Be? Oh. Or. Vincenzo. Oh,
0: wow, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ron Johnstone.
1: Oh, Ronald Johnstone.
0: <laughs> so now we, we get to focus on like, we don't have to clump it all together in one episode is what right. I'm saying. Except this one is a little bit of a clumped up episode. <laughs> it but it's because we are trying to pile things together a little bit because there's not enough time. We can't put out 30 episodes. You know what I mean? Because that's what I would do if I could do each movie individually.
1: Wow! Like one episode, one Halloween episode per day. 31
0: days, thirty-one days of Halloween. Can you imagine?
1: It's like what is that called when you open like the thing for what's that called?
0: Yeah, like the advent calendar. Yes,
1: the Halloween advent calendar podcast.
0: Yes, we just got an advent calendar for beers. We
1: did. We got it from Costco. (laughs) And, and it weighs like 40 pounds. And
0: I have to hide it because I wanted to break into it right away.
1: <laughs> I can't wait.
0: I'm excited to try them, though. I am, too. Should we have gotten two so that we each had one beer piece?
1: Listen, if we're back in that area, we should probably buy another one just to be safe.
0: Yeah. Well, then we both can have, if we're having one beer a day instead of us having to split the beer. Yeah. We each get our own beer.
1: Right. Like, we're adults.
0: Yeah. Okay. Give us our own beer.
1: I don't want to split a beer with anybody. I mean, I will with you, but I don't want to. We
0: have split beers, but.
1: Well, I don't want to share anything when it comes to eating or drinking.
0: All right. All right. I'll share. Scrooge. Yeah. (laughs) He was was proud of that. He's like, yeah, 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 I am Scrooge. All right. Getting back on track. This came to me because I was thinking about how there were a lot of movies out there that they're in the horror genre, but they are considered to be awesomely bad. Like, they're so bad, they're good. Right. And I looked up a list before I put this question out there to social media, and several of the ones that were on the lists that I found were mentioned. But yeah. I made a post where I asked people what their favorite Awesomely Bad movie was. This is on our Instagram, by the way. And from that, we made our list of five movies that we were going to watch.
1: This is difficult for me because I am a movie rating snob,
0: He unfortunately. is, for sure.
1: The rating of a movie will absolutely impact my desire to watch it. So it was hard for me to consider watching these, but I am very glad that I did.
0: It was fun. It was. And I'm actually really shocked because I don't think... You've seen any of these that we watched, right? None of them, yeah. I hadn't either, which is funny because, like, you know, by no means are we like to the level that some people are in horror films, you know, people that love horror movies. Right. But we do watch a lot of horror films. We do. I think we watch a lot more modern stuff than we do older stuff, but we definitely have gone the route of watching older stuff, but it's just more the stuff that is considered to be good.
1: <laughs> right. That's the difference.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or classic.
1: Classic or, you know, movies that were big at the time. Right. That like I couldn't watch for whatever reason or you didn't watch because you were too young. Yes. Whatever that was, these were not those movies.
0: Yeah. And I remember seeing the covers of a lot of these and always being curious about them. Ditto. Ditto but had just had never gone that route. And I don't know why, because it's not like I've never watched a cheesy 80s horror flick before, mm-hmm. because I have. Right. But just for some reason, I never had the chance to watch them. So the top five movies that people suggested to us that we watch to cover on our podcast are Sleepaway Camp from 1983, Slumber Party Massacre 2, not one, two, two From 1987.
1: Which drives me crazy that I've still not seen... Slumber Party Massacre One.
0: Well, now we know what we have to do next.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Chopping Mall from 1986, which I admit that I've been wanting to watch. Ditto. Troll Two from 1990. And the one that I've always heard about and somehow never saw Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988.
1: So we're not going to actually give you the full breakdown of each movie, we'll give a brief description of our interpretation of this movie, and then we'll get into our best and worst across all of the movies, kind of like an award show. Yes. Yeah.
0: We have our categories, and we're going to pick a winner and a runner-up.
1: Right. So Sleepaway Camp, 1983. This starts with a boating accident outside of the camp, and then it cuts. like Years later, these two cousins are going to this camp, and somebody is killing people. We don't know who. (laughs)
0: This is a very broad description. We could go into more details, but I feel like we'll probably hit some of the details as we talk about the movie further. We will. But that's just a roundabout setup of the film. Slumber Party Massacre 2 is the sequel to Slumber Party Massacre. Courtney's the main character in this one, and she's the younger sister to Valerie, who's one of the final girls from the original. And Courtney is also in the original, but played by a different actress. This one has kind of Nightmare on Elm Street vibes for me. Absolutely. Where she's seeing this reincarnated killer from the first one in her dreams and thinking that these deaths are real and they're not real. But basically, she's being warned by her sister in her dreams not to go all the way, (laughs) like not to have sex with her boyfriend. Right. And as soon as she, like the second that she is starting to have sex with her boyfriend. Did she
1: though? Were they well, having sex? I didn't sex? think they
0: were, but from what I read, yes, like they were starting to have sex. Oh, they and were. The second they start to, the driller killer <laughs>
1: he's like I'm shows here. up. Showtime.
0: And he's actually killing people and it's not just in her dreams anymore. And not to give too much away, but there are a lot of musical performances in this one.
1: I was absolutely surprised. That you tricked me into a horror musical.
0: (laughs) I didn't trick you because I didn't know.
1: Maybe the audience did. They knew like, oh, this guy hates musicals. Let's give him a horror musical. All right, so Chopping Mall. Robots are the new security guards at the mall and a storm causes them to malfunction and start killing people. You got a group of friends who work at the mall and they stay after hours for a party in the mall, as you do.
0: So odd.
1: They start hooking up in a furniture store. The robots see them, and they start killing them.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a great movie.
1: It is a great movie. The only thing it's missing is chopping. There's zero chopping that occurs.
0: That's what I said to you while we were watching.
1: No, I no, was no. Like, that was my observation. No,
0: I said it to you. <laughs> I said, I sure wish there was more Chopping in this movie that's called <laughs> Chopping Mall.
1: Yeah, there was no chopping. There was a lot of lazing. Lasers. <laughs> there was a lot of lasers. Choking. Robotic
0: hands choking and slicing of the neck a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: And like shooting tasers. Yeah, they'd tase
1: out. people and choke them. They'd laser they, them. They
0: actually didn't chop anything.
1: Zero chopping.
0: And they just did that because it was a play on Shopping Mall, but, but they could have come up with something else more clever.
1: Right, like why not give the robot a knife? And chop some stuff up. Yeah, he could have like a, a whirring arm that's or just flying like an around. Axe. Yeah.
0: Or even like a chainsaw or something. A like, blender
1: hand? Come on.
0: Gosh. Is there a chopping mall too?
1: I hope that there is, and I hope we get to watch it. <laughs> I hope it's as good as this next
0: oh, number two. Oh, no.
1: This next number two.
0: <laughs> it is a literal number
1: two. It is.
0: Troll two. This movie, we barely made it through this movie, I have to say. This is the one movie on the list that I think both of us disagree on. Well, we disagree with everyone else who said that this was considered awesomely bad. Because we think it's just bad.
1: Yeah, it's only bad.
0: (laughs) At the beginning, it feels like a Princess Bride knockoff. You have a grandpa telling his grandson about this story about trolls. And it kind of cuts to this princess and this man and... It all turns into troll stuff. But then we quickly find out that grandpa's a ghost. Yeah. And only the little boy can see him. I don't know why he's trying to warn him about the trolls. Maybe because it's troll two. So maybe the grandpa was in troll one. I don't know.
1: Hmm. We don't have the context of troll one right now.
0: That could make it all make a little bit more sense. Yeah. But I mean, I don't even know how to describe this movie, really. It's like the trolls are feeding people this green food so they can turn into plant people that they like to eat.
1: Yeah. It's an amazingly disgusting and horribly acted movie.
0: (laughs) It is, but we'll talk more about that in depth. We will. Yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say about that.
1: All right, then last on the list, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. (laughs) And honestly... The title says it all. It really does. You've got clowns that kill people and they come from outer space. Yeah. And that's about it.
0: That's all you really need to say. So, on to our awards. Yeah. So, we came up with 10 categories. Where, like I said before, we're going to choose our winner of the award. Each of us will choose our own winner. We don't know what the other one has chosen. We do not. So it'll be interesting to see if we've chosen the same characters or situations.
1: I feel like there will be a little crossover There
0: probably will be, but that's fine. Yeah. And then we will choose one runner-up. And you know this is difficult for us because you know how we like to have three and then pick like three or four HMs. Yeah. We really did narrow it down to one winner and one runner-up. I don't like it. I know. And if (laughs) if we really feel like we need to mention anything else, we will. Okay. And everyone else will deal with that.
1: Deal with it. (laughs) Our first category is best setting.
0: Best setting. All right. Who's going to go first?
1: Listen, my dear, I want you to choose who goes first.
0: (laughs) All right. I'll tell you. Okay. My winner for the best setting is Chopping Mall. Nothing beats a 1980s mall.
1: Can I tell you what my answer is as well now? Yes. My answer for best setting is Chopping Mall (laughs) because you had me at Carpeted Mall.
0: Carpeted Mall. (laughs) Three levels, I think it had.
1: Three levels.
0: I mean, all the stores, they were all stores that you've never heard of, I'm sure for copyright reasons. Yep. But just the scenery, it reminded me of when we were talking about Fast Times at Ridgemont High. To me, out of these movies, nothing is going to top a mall. In the 80s.
1: Absolutely. What I love is there's like licorice pizza that is a (laughs) record store.
0: Right. But the pizza almost looked like Briza, but it was like in cursive. So you couldn't really tell.
1: R-I-Z-Z-A. Right. I don't think so. I think it's P, fancy P, but But why is it a record store? store? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Very
0: confusing.
1: Runner up for me, which is a very close runner up on this. Like I had to deliberate a little bit. Sleepaway camp.
0: My runner up? Is? Sleepaway camp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For me, that looks like what camp would have been like.
0: It felt very authentic.
1: It did. Did you ever go to camp? Because I never went.
0: I did. Yeah. You did? I went to a few.
1: In the 80s?
0: Yeah, it was either late 80s or early 90s. I mean, I was a kid. So either one. Yeah.
1: Is that what it looked like?
0: Yeah. I was at a camp that was, you know, we were in cabins and it was in the woods and by water and stuff. Yeah.
1: Authentic. So there you go.
0: It felt very authentic. I did struggle with this one because I did really love the condo in Slum Party Massacre too.
1: Yeah, that house- was second to none as far as how it was dressed.
0: So many pinks and teals.
1: Yeah. I even said it when we were watching it. I was like, this house is about to be redecorated in about four years, (laughs) completely teal.
0: (laughs) Well, and it had teal in the bedrooms, but there were like geometric shapes on the couch and stuff. The only thing it was really missing was a shower that had the glass like cubes. Oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about?
1: It wasn't quite that fancy.
0: Yeah, not quite there. It was a pretty fancy house, It was missing a lot of furniture and stuff. Like, it felt kind of empty.
1: Well, yeah, I don't think they'd moved in there yet. Yeah,
0: they weren't fully moved in yet. Right, so we got like a
1: couch. One of
0: their dad's places. Right, Right, But anyway, that was the only other one that I was like really considering, just because I kept noticing it throughout the movie.
1: I can't disagree with that. So for our third place, I think it's definitely Slumber Party Massacre, too.
0: Yes. All right, next up. Category number two, Best fashion.
1: This was tough.
0: It was tough because I believe you did it the same way. I chose characters, not a movie as a whole. Yes. So my number one, my winner is Courtney in Slumber Party Massacre 2.
1: My number one is Courtney from Slumber Party Massacre 2.
0: I felt like it had to be because we were both commenting on her fashion. I mean, one of the first outfits she wears, she's got pleated jeans, suspenders over a sweater that's over a T-shirt.
1: Yeah. The sweater has like Christmas trees on it.
0: Yeah. And I was like, is that supposed to be Christmas trees or just geometric shapes? And I it's couldn't it's the tell. 80s, who knows? Yeah.
1: There were a lot of shapes in the 80s.
0: Yes. And then later on, at one point, she's wearing a T-shirt that has fringe all the way across the chest. Yes,
1: when they were leaving. Yes. Yeah, that that was a great shirt.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, just overall, I think it has to be her. She's the one that her fashion stood out the most.
1: Yeah, obviously, I agree with you. Though, I think our runner-up is going to differ.
0: Maybe. You might be surprised. We'll see. Let's hear yours. I think it's going to be funny if we have the same person.
1: I want to hear yours.
0: Okay, hold on. Hold on while I swig my pumpkin beers.
1: (laughs) Hold on. Let me chug these pumpkin beers.
0: So my runner-up is Ronnie from Sleepaway
1: Camp. What? I
0: see your face. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Did we choose the same one?
1: My runner-up is Ronnie <laughs> from Sleepaway Camp. Oh my gosh!
0: I thought there was no way you were going to think of him.
1: He is just working it with those workout outfits.
0: I mean, okay, he's like a bodybuilder, right? Yes. So he wears his very tight. T-shirts and like vests. Yes. With the shortest shorts I've ever seen in my life.
1: Amazingly short shorts.
0: He got a shout out for me because he reminded me of my P.E. teacher who was in elementary school and middle school, Coach Lindsay. <laughs> but he was even bigger than Ronnie in this movie.
1: He was even more jacked than Ronnie? More jacked. Wow. And Ronnie <laughs> was pretty jacked.
0: No, bigger, way bigger than him. Like
1: Ronnie had some of the biggest Boobies. chest muscles I have know. ever seen.
0: I need to find my, I have my yearbooks. I'll try to pull up a picture of him. I wish there would be pictures of him there where he would in PE class be wearing, you know, not just like a, a wife beater tank top, but where like the, the straps the on the tank yeah the, the like the spaghetti tank tops. Yeah
1: that goes way down way like way
0: down low almost where he's nipple got, level like, cleavage. Yeah. And then the shortest shorts that would not like <laughs> our school I can't even believe he was allowed to wear those because like we had a dress code where your shorts are supposed to reach they had to be like two inches above your fingertips.
1: Not for coach.
0: Not for that coach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it made me laugh because he really reminded me of him. Plus, I think they're both like maybe Italian. Right. And have that same look.
1: Similar vibes. Yeah. It's so funny because I went back and forth. I feel like for my my second place finisher, I had three or four people. I did too. Okay.
0: Yeah. I just feel like nobody quite got to those levels.
1: All right. Next category, best hair. Now, this is tough.
0: Yeah. There was a lot of great hair throughout these five movies.
1: I'm gonna go first. Okay. My winner for this category is Allison Parks from Chopping Mall.
0: Oh, really? She
1: had the most 80s hair of anybody across all these five movies.
0: <laughs> Well, I noticed her hair, but uh, to me, it's not good.
1: So <laughs> it is 80s AF. It
0: is 80s, but it's not like good
1: 80s. It turns good. Like she starts out like really kind of nerdy, right? Yeah. And her hair is kind of nerdy. By the end of the movie, she is kicking ass, and her hair is kicking ass. As well.
0: That is true. We did talk about how later on, as the movie went along, her hair like relaxed more and yeah. started to look better. It did. <laughs> it was like more <laughs> badass. I don't
1: know. I like this. Who's your number one then?
0: My number one <laughs> is actually Credence, or better known as the Goblin Queen in Troll 2.
1: The Goblin Queen? She
0: had pretty great hair.
1: She did have great hair. I didn't even really Do consider it. Do you need her. me to
0: show you her hair real quick so you can really know?
1: Let's see it. Refresh me. Oh, that is some really good hair, I will admit. But I don't think it beats Allison.
0: All right. Well, I just went by whose hair I think I would want my hair to look most like, if that makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. And I think she has great hair. She has long hair and thick hair, which so do I. And her curls are really good and big. Right. So I appreciated her hair. And listen, Two is not going to have a lot in this. Oh, they're you know, in a word. few of my oh, categories. Wait, in the negative ones, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> At least there's one positive for the Troll 2 cast.
1: Yes. My runner up is Debbie Stone, played by Suzanne Snyder in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. She's yeah. basically the like the main girl in that movie.
0: She is. And she also played Deb in Weird Science.
1: Yeah. Deb in both.
0: It is funny, although I have to say, like, I thought about her, but the whole time I was just thinking that I liked her, her better in Weird Science, so I just couldn't go for her.
1: It was two years later, though.
0: I know, but I liked her, her better. I know her as Deb from Weird Science. Like, oh, this was okay. a new experience for me. I understand. So it was, like, discombobulating to see her with, like... Auburnish curly hair.
1: I thought her hair was more 80s in this movie than it was in Weird Science.
0: Yeah, her hair in Weird Science actually looks very early 90s. It does. Because it's just like straight, blonde, bangs, yeah. looks like Jenny Garth in 90210, kind of.
1: I feel like you just convinced yourself to take my answer.
0: <laughs> well, you haven't heard my answer. Okay, let's hear it. My runner-up, all the girls in the Slumber Party masquerade too. Oh,
1: wow. Nice. <laughs> well played. I couldn't
0: even choose just one. Well played. Thank you. But I mean, Courtney, you know, the main character, she's got the poofy bangs yeah, that everyone had in the 80s. My sister, I was just going through my sister's yearbooks. My
1: sister as well?
0: Yes. So I was just going through those yearbooks and like every single girl had these bangs that she had in this movie.
1: Right. I had poofy bangs.
0: I mean, me too. (laughs) I didn't.
1: I did not have poofy bangs.
0: You didn't? No. Oh well, I did.
1: I had a wall of hair that like went like straight up,
0: like flock of seagulls,
1: like flock of seagulls, kind (laughs) of.
0: But the other girls, you know, I wouldn't say that their hair is like, oh, I wish I had that hair. But when I look at it, it's like the way it's styled. There's some side ponies. That's like half up, half down. And the one girl that's kind of the the horny girl, the lead singer. Oh, the lead singer, yeah. The redhead. She had cool hair. And then the other girl had like the long blonde hair. Right. Like, I just feel like they all had good hair.
1: They did have very good hair. I'll, I can agree with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're a girl band, so you know it's all going to be good.
1: Listen, if I had cheated and picked an entire cast, then that's probably the cast I would have picked.
0: <laughs> if I had to choose from that cast, then I would choose Courtney because of the bangs. I She's will got ad- like a French braid going on in part yeah. of the movie with right. the bangs.
1: I will admit that later on, I do pick an entire cast.
0: Okay. Something. So there we go. Yes. Okay, number four, the category is most annoying.
1: I feel like this is going to be a slam dunk, home run, absolute, utter, same answer.
0: It's not going to be. You know why? Because I knew who your winner would be. So I chose differently. Oh, okay. Even though I wholeheartedly agree with you. Okay. But there were some other people that annoyed me and I felt like we needed to spread the love.
1: All right, we're about to find out how much we align on the first and second place finishers. Okay, well, I
0: know who your winner is. So go ahead and tell me.
1: My winner is, of course, Mike Brennan from Chopping Mall. Yes. AKA the gum chewer.
0: The most annoying gum chewer of all time.
1: This was improvised by the actor.
0: (gasps) Did you look it up? I did. Oh, I was so curious. This was so fascinating to me the whole time. I was like, did they direct him to do this?
1: They did not. This was an improvisation by him, and it is the single most annoying thing I've ever seen on my television screen.
0: Well, bravo to him if he was intending it to be annoying.
1: Yeah, because mission accomplished. (laughs) I was thoroughly annoyed. (laughs) Me too. Anytime he was on the screen.
0: That's all we could talk about. Yeah. And honestly- We were really glad when he died. Yeah. We were like, get rid of that Mm because I don't want to watch this movie with this guy chomping on his gum.
1: All right. Well, let's hear your number one.
0: Okay. My number one for most annoying character was Aunt Martha in Sleepaway Camp.
1: Oh, okay. I can definitely see that. She is really annoying.
0: She's a wackadoo.
1: She is a wackadoo.
0: I don't know (laughs) if this was directed to her. Or if this was just how she acted and no one corrected her, but she was yelling her lines as if she was on stage in a play. The entire And had time. to project her voice. Right. It was so odd. But like nobody else in the movie did it. No,
1: it's like the microphone is right next to you. Stop.
0: It was very odd. And she, I mean, I'm sure was meant to be like a quirky offbeat character because we find out later that she's really screwed in the head. Yeah. But just straight out the bat, we were like, oh, yeah. Who is this person? Right. She also had this weird thing where she was like showing off her hands constantly and her, and her like manicure. But she was just like presenting her hands to the camera and like doing this weird things where she would like yeah. touch their the kid's hair. And she like, was like a
1: hand model.
0: Yes. Yeah, so she was doing weird like hand modeling things. It's
1: very noticeable.
0: And you're just like, is this going to come into play later? Should right. I be paying attention to her hands? Because Which we she thought about. obviously wants me to see.
1: Right. We thought about that as we were watching the movie. That's and true. And you only see the killer's hands. That's right. We we're, like,
0: were trying to dissect if it was that Aunt Martha? person, if it was Aunt Martha without nails.
1: Right. It wasn't. did think
0: about that. It wasn't. But
1: Well, no spoilers, but, well, <laughs> listen, if you're here, you're here.
0: If you're here, you're here. If you're here, you're going to hear about it anyway. That's right. But Aunt Martha is batsh crazy. And we find out at the end of the movie that our feelings of being annoyed by her were spot on because she is.
1: Looney Tunes.
0: Yeah. So that's my number one. That's my winner.
1: I actually want to hear your number two before I list my number two. Really? I do. Yeah.
0: Well, my runner up is from the same movie. Oh, okay. It's Judy.
1: I can see that. Judy's really annoying.
0: She was very annoying. Yeah. She was super mean to Angela. And just, I mean, the acting annoyed me, too. It was a lot of overacting.
1: A lot of overacting, and she was just a
0: She deserved what she got.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, she did. Just kidding. She got-
0: Only in the horror movie spectrum. Yes. Okay.
1: All right. My number two is Mike Brennan from Chopping Mall. <laughs> number one and number two. I hate Mike Brennan <laughs> from Chopping Mall. <laughs> I figured he'd be your second one, but-
0: amazing i'm just
1: kidding my number two Oh,
0: you're kidding i thought you were for real
1: i am for real but then i put just kidding oh my actual number two because i didn't think you would allow <laughs> mike brennan to be my number one and my number two even though i wrote it my number two is michael waits who is the dad oh. from troll two god holy cow
0: agreed i'm gonna talk about him in the next category but yeah. go on ahead
1: this guy T.F.G.
0: T.F.G.
1: He is a laugh a minute. This guy.
0: (laughs) He's Southern.
1: He's Southern. He's got I mean, he's got some killer hair and some acting chops that just (laughs) won't stop. (laughs) Please stop.
0: Oh, it's so bad.
1: Listen, I was in a movie. All right. (laughs) And I'm sure my acting was better than his in the movie I was in.
0: I'm sure it was too. And that's the perfect lead in to the next category, which is worst acting. I'm sure these are the same. Well, I don't know. Worst
1: acting for me. Number one.
0: Number one has to be the same.
1: Pretty much the whole cast of Troll 2. Uh (laughs) they are awful all of them they're the worst actors i've ever seen in my entire life
0: i felt like we were watching a high school play oh my gosh but worse
1: worse like i feel like the high school school plays right these were middle school plays
0: (laughs) it was so bad I mean, if anything can be said about this movie, at least we got a good laugh out of that.
1: We did get a ironic laugh out of this. movie.
0: Although it was also infuriating because it was so bad.
1: It was so bad.
0: It was like an insult to our intelligence to watch this movie.
1: Here's the thing. It's like four of these movies were awesomely bad. Actually, three of these movies were awesomely bad. One of them I liked. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, this was a, a fun horror movie. Yeah. And the other three I thought were a good time.
0: Yeah. This one was no. Just... This,
1: yeah, this is a no for me.
0: <laughs> it's a no for me, dog.
1: But if I have to narrow it down, the dad and the sister, they are <laughs> neck and neck for worst acting I think I've ever seen in a movie, ever.
0: I agree with you. Excuse me. My winner for this category is Holly, the sister from Troll 2.
1: I do not disagree with that.
0: And my runner up is the dad from Troll 2. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Michael and Holly, George and Connie.
0: They were the worst. (laughs)
1: The absolute worst actors I've ever seen.
0: It's like just as the the moment that you think that the sister's the worst actor you've ever seen, then the dad says something and you're like, oh, no, I think maybe that's the worst. And then the sister says something again. It was just something to behold.
1: It really was. And listen, I don't like to spit any kind of negative energy or hate. And these people continue to act. And I'm sure they got better.
0: I need to find something that they've done since then just to see that maybe they've gotten better. Maybe it was just horrible directing.
1: It could be a coupling of those two things because I don't want to hate on anybody. But the movie is what it is.
0: I feel like some people in that movie were okay.
1: Name one. Who? (laughs) Like who? Nobody's any good. Like
0: I think that uh, Joshua was no. maybe had some potential. He was a kid, but I think he was better than most of the adults.
1: He was better than the rest of the people in the movie.
0: Yeah, it doesn't say much, but
1: but like the grandfather was awful. Yeah, the, the witch, troll lady, awful. I
0: don't know the goblin queen. She wasn't too bad. Uh,
1: she was the most overact. <laughs> like if we had a category for most overactor.
0: But I think they wanted her. her to. I, I mean, look I at this know. photo right here. Look, just look. You know they told her to do that.
1: Do you think so? Or was that her interpretation of the character? <laughs> I feel like...
0: I just want to share this picture right now.
1: Please do. <laughs> I don't like this category because I feel bad. I know. But Hopefully is-
0: none of those people just like see a keyword that we've talked about it and then they listen to it. But I'm sorry. I mean, listen, Troll 2 is on every list that I looked at before other people on our Instagram page recommended it. So I was like, we have to, this was the push that I gave to you because you said it got what on Rotten Tomatoes? Five. A five. Out of
1: a hundred.
0: 5% out of 100.
1: Not 5 out of 10. 5 out of 100.
0: And that's really hard because some of these actually were pretty high up there. On they Rotten were. Tomatoes. They were in the 70s. But when he saw that, one of them was in the 80s, I think. Yeah. When he saw Troll 2, he was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, listen, it was on every list. When I typed in awesomely bad horror movies, Troll 2 was on every single list.
1: To me, it's just bad.
0: I agree with you. Yeah. So that's something I would just debate with people till the end, now that I've seen it.
1: It's the definition of awesomely bad.
0: Yeah. Like, what is it to you? Because maybe some people's level of campiness (laughs) is, is different than what we would accept.
1: Like, I want a movie that's still got a coherent story and the acting is not noticeable. Yeah. And then the story is just like completely whack and that's fine. The special the, effects the are that make you, stupid.
0: Makes you laugh, but like still sometimes makes you jump a little bit. Like right. there, some of those other ones did that for me, but this yeah. one was just plain dumb. Although there was one moment that made me jump and I talk about it later. So okay. we'll move on. All right, let's go. Sorry to all the cast members of Troll 2. If
1: you guys hear any of this, we love you as people. Okay. <laughs> we just don't love your performance in that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. We
0: love you as people. <laughs>
1: All right. Our next category is best kill. (laughs) So let me hear your number one for best kill.
0: Okay. I love these because I love to find out if we're anywhere close to the same. Okay. My winner is when Leslie gets lasered, the head explosion in Chopping Mall.
1: Oh, wow. Such a good pick. (laughs) That is a great pick. That is not what I picked.
0: (gasps) Really? But I kind of forgot
1: about that kill. Yeah. And it probably is the best kill. (laughs) Because that was amazing.
0: I mean, she's running through. She had left the store and gone out into the mall because she was looking for annoying gum-chewing Mike. That was his name, right? Mike Brennan.
1: It's who I'm going to be for Halloween, (laughs) Mike Brennan. God,
0: no, then I have to deal with you chewing your gum on that. Yeah, but
1: I'm going to take my shirt off. And I'm just gonna chew my gum.
0: And have your pants unbuttoned and walk around the mall. Pants
1: unbuttoned. I'm gonna walk around the mall. <laughs>
0: Go to the cigarette machine. Yep. <laughs> so she finds him dead, and then she's trying to get back to the furniture store where everybody else is. But this robot is chasing her, or as they say in the movie, robot.
1: As my dad says as well, my dad calls them robots. Robot. Robot. <laughs> I'm like well, who says that?
0: <laughs> so this robot is chasing her. And all of a sudden, he starts shooting lasers. This is where the first time we see that the robot <laughs> robot <laughs> can shoot lasers.
1: Well, we heard in the description, like when they were demoing the robots. Right,
0: but we hadn't seen it we yet. We
1: hadn't seen their lasers in action. Right. Nor had we seen their power.
0: <laughs> so she's running through the mall in her panties and her shirt that she tied up in a knot. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's like right outside the store where everyone is. But she just turns around and faces the robot, the <laughs> robot, and he just lasers her. Even though he's already lasered her, like in the butt and the leg, yeah, and nothing happened really. It, she it, got it, that a little killed, burn.
1: That killed other people. Like somebody got lasered in the stomach and they were dead.
0: Yeah, but this didn't really hurt her. I mean, it hurt her for a second and she kept going. But then all of a sudden when she faces him, he lasers her right in the face and her head explodes.
1: Explodes fully.
0: Chunks go everywhere.
1: She could have ran into the store. She stopped
0: and faced him,
1: faced him and screamed for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't make sense. It her didn't, but as a that person. to
0: me was the most shocking kill out of everything. Well, almost the most shocking.
1: We're doing best kill.
0: We're doing best kill. There were some shocking kills, but to me, this is the best. Okay. I think the best. And it's in front of all her friends that are still inside the store. And this is where now her friends know they're in trouble.
1: This is serious. Yeah. You are now in the chopping mall.
0: <laughs> where nothing gets chopped, nothing. but everyone dies.
1: Zero chopping. <laughs> All right, my number one, Matt in Slumber Party Massacre 2.
0: Who's Matt?
1: Matt is Courtney's (gasps) boyfriend. Yes. This is right when they start (laughs) to bang, but he like turns on his side and then the driller killer, blam, straight through his chest.
0: And we know that now it's not a dream. It is not a dream.
1: This dude is dead. D-E-D dead.
0: D-E-D. And he was so nice and cute.
1: He was nice and cute. I liked
0: him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was
0: like a little not Brad Pitt.
1: He got driller killered. He did. Yeah. That's my number one.
0: That's a good one. I thought about him. So my runner up, (laughs) because this movie hasn't gotten a lot of love, it's when the shadow puppets eat the people.
1: Oh, nice pick. I like that. Killer clowns from outer space.
0: That's right. So one of the clowns is entertaining the people and he's making shadow puppets on the wall and, and they're entertained. And they're like, ooh, look at that. And he's doing all different kinds of stuff.
1: I feel bad for that old couple.
0: I do too. The they're old so couple sweet. loved him. Waiting for first, the bus. At first, I thought it was just going to be the couple where the guy was like, boo, or yeah. whatever. I forget what he said, but he He was did, like, he said boo. Yeah, he wasn't impressed with the first part. And the old couple was pleased with everything. So I thought maybe this killer clown is just going to kill the person that booed him. Nope, his hand puppet was like a sexy girl like a Jessica rabbit type person. Yep. And then all of a sudden it was
1: a like dinosaur,
0: a T-Rex. Yeah. And then, and this is where David might pull up and they're seeing the clown doing this. And all of a sudden he goes with his puppet and the the T-Rex just eats the whole group of people.
1: Eats them. He puts them in his hand and puts them in his popcorn bag. Yeah. Yeah. And they're dead. And they're dead. Yeah.
0: It wasn't, like, gruesome or anything. No. But it was very creative. I liked it.
1: Very creative.
0: Yeah, it's just like, oh, now you're here, now you're gone. Now you're You're, gone. I'm tricking you, making you watch these puppets with me, and I'm entertaining you, and nope, now you're dead. Dead. So that's my runner-up.
1: Very good. Okay, my runner-up for best kill, Chef in Sleepaway Camp.
0: Yes! I thought about him. F***
1: F that guy.
0: Yes. (laughs) That pedo.
1: I don't know if it's a full kill or not, but.
0: Yeah, because we don't actually see that he dies, but he's definitely permanently.
1: He's got problems. Scarred. And he deserves them. So this is the the chef who was. Openly. Openly a pedophile. Yeah. Right. And he's trying to rape. Angela. Angela. And her cousin comes and kind of saves her. And then he continues like cooking corn on the cob. but.
0: You notice that there's an underlying theme of corn in these movies.
1: Yeah, both this and Troll Two.
0: And, and Killer Clowns.
1: Killer Clowns from Space. Interesting.
0: That is interesting.
1: Hmm. But he's got he's got the biggest and tallest pot I've ever seen that he's cooking corn on the cob in.
0: Biggest ever. It's huge.
1: And the killer, who we find out is Angela, pulls his chair out from underneath him and the pot dumps all the boiling water on him and he gets completely burned and I'm happy about it. Me too. Second best kill, maybe best kill of all <laughs> five movies.
0: I did think about that. I actually, <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite moments from that movie yeah. <laughs> that I listed. I was like, we can't not talk about that. No. Next category, most disgusting scene.
1: This was actually difficult because there were so many disgusting scenes. Yeah. But the scene that disgusted me the most was the corn on the cob scene from Troll 2 <laughs> where they're making out with the the corn cob in the middle. It was absolutely, utterly disgusting.
0: You just had to heat it up.
1: Oh, my God. It was so gross. Turned
0: into Popcorn.
1: It did like I, I didn't even really understand the popcorn part, but they were each like making out with the corn cob in the middle between them. Well, and she was, was
0: seducing him at first with the corn cob
1: with the corn. She's like waving it around like it's some sexual object it was like
0: it but was he has an odd choice.
1: Very odd. And then in the end, I was just like, I can't even look at this. <laughs>
0: And then he's just in a sea of popcorn. No more popcorn. No more popcorn. No more
1: popcorn. But,
0: like, I don't think he died from it. So I didn't didn't understand.
1: What was the point of it? I don't know. It's like J.J. Abrams on Lost.
0: The plot holes.
1: Plot holes and like (laughs) unfulfilled plot threads.
0: (laughs) Okay. My number one, it's not even really disgusting. It's just the thought of it. Okay. Is so cringeworthy. And it's something that. I don't think that I even really knew what this scene was from, but I remembered this kill. Unless it happens in another horror movie that I'm forgetting about. Because in my mind, I always thought it was in um, one of the Friday the 13th. Okay. I always knew that it was a camp movie. So maybe I just saw the scene in a clip or something. I don't know. But it's Judy's death in Sleepaway Camp. Oh, yeah. With the curling iron.
1: Oof. Very much implied in this movie. It's all through shadow.
0: It's all through Shadow. We do know, I mean, she dies because he's smothering her with a pillow. Because we right. did say, like, he uses the curling iron. Like, the curling iron's on because she had been curling her hair. Yeah. Which is also weird because she's in the dark curling her hair before bed with a curling iron. You don't do that. Without a mirror right? or anything. I mean, I don't know of anyone that does that. But you okay. don't. Why would
1: you curl your hair before you go to bed?
0: I mean, I've seen people put their hair in rollers before they go to bed.
1: But do they keep them in the rollers as they're sleeping? Yes. Yeah.
0: It's never like, let's curl my hair with a curling iron. And it's only like this one little wispy that's coming down from a ponytail. It it didn't make sense. But, you know, things don't always make sense in horror movies. But when the killer comes in, (laughs) which, by the way, this is confusing, too, because they show the person at the door. And it's very clearly Ricky standing in the door. But it was so confusing because it almost looks like he's wearing a wig. But it almost looks like someone standing behind him.
1: It was so confusing, like confusing enough that we went back and, and rewatched it. it and paused it. Right. And we were like, well, that's Ricky. Because that's we not thought Angela. the whole
0: time we thought it was Angela. Yeah. And then we're like, but it's Ricky, but it's weird because he's he's got something going on with his hair. His hair's different. It just didn't make sense.
1: I feel like somebody needs to add some clarity to this for us.
0: Yes. Yeah, so if you are like a diehard... Sleepaway Camp fan, and you know this movie, please contact us, DM us, let us know. Let us know, please. Because we were very perplexed by this. Yes. But all she says is like, oh, it's you. What do you want? Which that could mean either one. We could. She has complicated relationships with both Ricky and Angela. She does. But then it's like we see this person, you know, suffocates her with a pillow, shoves the Hot curling iron, and we know it's hot because it's burned the bedding a little bit, shoves the hot curling iron- Somewhere. Up her vajayjay.
1: We assume that. We don't see that.
0: You don't see it, but it's implied.
1: It is implied.
0: Okay. And that is the most cringeworthy thing I could ever think of. So to me, that is my number one disgusting scene. Like I, I just, I don't like that thought.
1: I understand. All right. My number two for the most disgusting scene- This is also from Troll 2. Okay. The final scene where they're eating the mom (laughs) on the the table. (laughs) Oh, my God. That
0: was the first thing I wrote, and then I changed it. That's so funny. That is really gross. It
1: is so gross. And they
0: first zoom in on her boobs. Right. Nobody wants to see boobs like that.
1: She looks like a jello mold or something like it is yeah. so gross well,
0: I mean, obviously it's not actually the person you know absolutely. it's just like a fake body right but they're like eating green goop off of her it's so weird oh,
1: it's so gross it is absolutely one of the grossest things i've ever seen in a movie i'll give that to troll too yeah above all else it's one of the grossest movies i've ever seen
0: Agreed. Even just seeing the trolls with the green goop around their mouths. All the time.
1: It's like people are sweaty. People the entire are sweaty.
0: Movie. We talked about that.
1: We look up the kid's nose the entire movie. <laughs> there is green goop. People are eating weird things, baloney, which I'm going to talk about oh, baloney a little bit. <laughs> oh, all right. Enough of that.
0: All right. My runner up for most disgusting scene is the zit scene. In Slumber Party Massacre 2.
1: Good call.
0: Even though it's a dream, but Courtney is in the bathroom with Sally. And Sally is talking about, like, we see she's had some zit cream on her face a little bit. Yep. She's talking about how she has this one zit. And all of a sudden, it turns into this massive thing on her face. (laughs) Growth. And it explodes all over the place and all over (laughs) Courtney. and.
1: I love Courtney's reaction. Because I feel like it goes in her mouth yeah, a little bit. And she's like, oh, yeah, she, she looks like she, she gags. does not like it.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure that that's probably a real reaction because it's like, even though it's not real, it's probably just the thought of that being real.
1: Yeah. Or it could taste really poorly. It
0: could. But it, <laughs> the fact that it goes in her mouth and she almost gags makes it even more gross. Yes. The whole thing is disgusting. And again, it's like a whole Nightmare on Elm Street thing where it's not even real. Yeah. But it's gross. It is so super gross. It, I had to have a little nod to that.
1: I think they said that scene took 12 hours as yeah. far as makeup goes.
0: Yes, because you had to have all the phases of the zit. And yeah. even though it only takes like 30 seconds in the film, it was like a 12 hour day for her. So in crazy. prosthetics or yeah. whatever.
1: Yep. All right. So our best heroine or hero from any of these movies.
0: Okay. So my winner is Allison Parks from Chopping Mall. Do you want me to go into it or do you need to tell me yours?
1: My winner is also Allison Parks from Chopping <laughs> Mall.
0: <laughs> I thought it might be. She's so awesome. She's just badass. Like she kept her cool throughout that whole movie. She had a clever way of killing the final robot. She did. Or Robot. Robot. She just was amazing. I was really impressed with her. Also, she reminds me of Michelle Williams.
1: She does. From,
0: like Jen Lindley, Dawson's Creek.
1: Yeah. And she got like cooler and cooler as the movie went on. She
0: did, because you think she's kind of nerdy in the beginning, but yeah. she's actually not.
1: She's not. And then in the end, she whoops the sh- out of that robot.
0: It's great. She kept her cool through tarantulas and snakes being on her in the pet shop.
1: I forgot about that. I feel like I saw a special on like 2020 back in the late 80s where they showed how a spider was used on a movie set and they had to do these like lemon trails or something because the spider did not want to cross any line that had like lemon. So that's how they'd get a spider to like walk. But even still, you have a big old tarantula sitting on you.
0: Right. But I don't I, want that. I wouldn't know if that's real or not, though, because when she got up, I will say some of those spiders fell off of her and they did not look real.
1: I don't know if they were or not.
0: Either way, the character kept her cool.
1: I feel like we saw scenes where she was laying there and the tarantula crawled on her.
0: Yeah. It was probably like half and half, like fake and real.
1: It could have been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they
0: probably had them do it for a second and then the rest was fake.
1: Yeah. I'd agree Either with way, that. Either way.
0: I mean, there were definitely real animals used, right? but who knows how much of it was real like on her, but yeah.
1: She absolutely crushed this category. The
0: though. way that she... Thought to do the paint and the polyurethane, is yeah, that how you say it? the poly. And then use her. And and I was smart in this moment because I saw her put that one flare in her cleavage in early. The,
1: very early on in the movie.
0: And I was like, that's going to resurface later.
1: Yep, and it did.
0: It sure did because she used it all for an explosive to kill the final robot. Bye-bye,
1: robot. robot.
0: And runner-up for me, it's actually a duo. Oh. Mike and Dave. In Killer Clowns.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Dynamic duo. Like, they worked together. And, like, Dave figured out how to kill the clowns by shooting them in the nose. He did. And he had the big kill at the end where he. it felt like he was sacrificing himself, like Armageddon style. Yeah,
1: it sure looked like he did.
0: But then somehow he... Came out of a clown car.
1: Somehow he got in the clown car straight away and they just didn't show us it that, didn't, I guess.
0: didn't make sense. Didn't
1: feel like there was enough time for Cop Dave right. to get into the car, or but we the ice, accept. the
0: Ice Cream Men brothers. I can't think of their names, but for them to pop out too. Yeah,
1: like somehow they got in Luke the freezer. They said they got in the
0: freezer, which I mean, All right. actually if, makes more sense than Dave figuring it out. But
1: Yeah, but like... For them, you don't immediately get cooked. So it's like when that truck gets thrown on the ground.
0: You just run and jump in.
1: Yeah, you get in the freezer and you close the, the door fact and that you're you safe. have
0: the thought that you're but that thing lit up immediately.
1: Immediately. Like they had There's a, no way. Maybe two seconds yeah. at the most. I
0: don't unless they had a previous plan of like, hey, if we ever get thrown in this vehicle, we run right. to the freezer. I don't know. But I mean, they seemed really smart. So (laughs) Yes, they did. (laughs) Anyway, but I also I liked Mike like he never gave up and I just liked him. And I like how Mike and Dave both had feelings for Deb. They both had like relationship with Deb, but they worked together to keep her safe. Yes. I just liked them. I thought they were a good pair.
1: My second place is cop Dave Hansen from Killer Clowns from <laughs> Outer Space.
0: <laughs> That's so great.
1: Just cop Dave by himself. Just
0: though. by himself. No, Mike.
1: I feel like he is the hero. I agree. Of this movie. But, but I
0: liked Mike too. And I just felt like they were together for so much of it.
1: I don't disagree with you though. I like your angle on it because I feel like they were a duo that worked together and they were working to make sure everybody was safe. Yeah. They were a good team. So I agree with your take on it rather than mine. But yeah, My vote was for Dave.
0: That's so funny because your face, when I said it, I thought that that meant you were going with somebody totally different. So that's fun.
1: Well, you misread it. You did. Yeah.
0: I'll admit it. Okay. Category number nine, best villain.
1: Okay. For me, this was pretty easy. (laughs) This also may be your best one, Yeah, but maybe not. It's the Driller Killer from Slumber Party Massacre 2.
0: Mine is... The Driller Killer from <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre 2.
1: Listen, that guy is hands down the best <laughs> villain of all of these movies.
0: <laughs> Who wouldn't want a song and dance before a kill?
1: Exactly. He's entertaining you before he drills the S out of you.
0: I mean, he has a drill on the end of a guitar, so it makes it kind of fun. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like the Broadway version of Freddy Krueger. Right. Right. Because he came out of dreams like he's not even real. But he's yet, not real.
1: Like I, there's no explanation. It makes
0: no sense.
1: Right. Where does this guy come from? How does he form a being that drills you?
0: It's because that how Courtney had sex for two seconds and now all of a sudden he can kill everyone.
1: Don't go all the way.
0: Don't go all the way. She was warned.
1: She was told to not go all the it's way. It's
0: her fault. How Did dare you?
1: Sh- so she went all the way. We're sure.
0: I think they started. All
1: right. All right. I get and it. And
0: then, like, don't the be mo- so graphic. The moment of, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that moment. Yes. I think it happened. And then there he was. The second wow. it happened, she the didn't even get to enjoy it.
1: Killer. <laughs> wow. All right. So, should I go on to my number two? Oh,
0: yes. Tell me your runner up.
1: Runner up. And I feel like this is going to be your runner up. Angela, sleepaway camp.
0: That's not it. So oh, you go on. All right. I mean, that's a very good choice.
1: Listen, I feel like she was so low key. No one. I mean, absolutely no one expected it to be Angela. True. And absolutely nobody expected it to be Angela in the way that it was at the end of that movie. <laughs> yes. That face We'll get Angela, into
0: that in a minute. All
1: right. I'm just saying overall, <laughs> completely unexpected.
0: Yes. Agreed. So my runner up. Are the killer
1: clowns. Oh, okay. I can accept that.
0: They're the ultimate baddies. Like, they can do a slow walk like Michael Myers and still get you.
1: Yeah, like, there was one point where it said town was like five miles away. And the speed that they were walking would have given me about three days to get in front of them. Yeah. And yet they killed everybody.
0: They blow popcorn out of guns. They harvest their victims in cotton candy cocoons. Yeah. They make balloon animals that come to life.
1: Those balloon animals were a lot of fun.
0: They were a lot of fun. And when they die, confetti comes out of them. Right. Like, they're the best. If you have to pick a best villain.
1: I cannot disagree with that. I actually was sitting there thinking, why can they not make a modern version of killer clowns?
0: They should. Well, I don't know, though. A lot of people might be upset. I understand. Like, I just saw that they were doing a remake of The Lost Boys, and I'm not happy about it.
1: Well, here's the thing. Okay. I didn't like the remake of Star Wars, right? The Force Awakens, as far as the story goes. But I did like the fact that they stayed true to the methods that were used originally for some parts of it. I would say if you went back and remade Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but did it with practical effects.
0: Yeah, that could be interesting.
1: That could be interesting to me.
0: I agree with that. I have to say that I did note here. I actually made a, a third
1: oh, notation. Oh, what you got? Okay.
0: I would have chosen Angela here. All right. I wrote because it was originally Dexter-like.
1: It was. That she
0: was killing people because they were awful people. Yes. Okay. So it felt understandable. Yep. And it was like, I was on board. Until. Until she killed kids in a sleeping bag.
1: She chopped those little kids up. The only thing I have to say about that is maybe those were the kids That threw sand on her.
0: Yeah, but that was such a small moment in the movie that I think if you blinked, you missed it.
1: And that's such a high level of reaction to something that's smaller.
0: Right. Now, I mean, listen, obviously you shouldn't kill people because- Don't kill Just because they're an a-hole, you shouldn't kill them. Right. But within a horror movie, it was like, okay, this guy's a pedophile. Yeah, he should be a victim if this is a horror movie. Right, he, they've he got a code a victim.
1: in the movie. And
0: the same as like Judy and Meg and the guy in the boat. I don't even know his name, but like people who were just jerks. Yeah. Okay, I understand that because it's like a revenge.
1: They had it coming. They <laughs> had it coming. You've only got yourself to blame.
0: <laughs> he loves singing Chicago on this podcast now. <laughs>
1: If you'd have been there, if you'd have seen it, I bet you would have done the same. <laughs> but once
0: she did that to the kids and also what she did to Paul, who was so nice to her, yeah. I just was like, okay, I don't give you credit anymore for being the best no. villain because it felt like there was a, a theme and like a reason and a purpose, and then you just lost it.
1: Yeah, they went off the rails at that
0: point. Yeah, I mean, and obviously they went off the rails, Mm -hmm. but that's why they didn't get my vote.
1: I feel you. All right, we're on to category 10, final category, best ending.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of sleepaway camp, hands down, I mean, we get the big plot twist. We do. The reveal that Angela is actually Peter, the brother that survived the boat crash at the beginning of the movie. Yep. And awful Aunt Martha decided that he was going to be a girl because she always wanted a daughter. Yes. And so when Peter came to stay with their family, his aunt and uncle's house, when his family died, she just decided secretly like, okay, you're now Angela. Right. And you're going to be a girl. And this is it. And so it explains why Angela didn't want to talk to anyone and why she didn't want to shower with other people and freaked out when Paul tried to kiss her. And apparently, you know, there were comments about a flat chest and like all that kind of stuff. It all makes sense when we get this shot at the end of this film.
1: (laughs) That shot. I tell you what. (laughs) As she's sitting there. shots,
0: actually, we should yeah. say, because it definitely shifts back and forth between a good shot and a bad shot.
1: Yeah. It switches between the actual shot of the actress's face.
0: Yes. Which is haunting. Haunting. I will say truly. All by itself. I have seen that image before and wondered what it was from. Yeah. Because like we said, I had not watched Sleepaway Camp, but I had seen that image of her standing there with her mouth open, looking to the side. And I was like, that is creepy. And I don't know what that's from, but it is scary. And now I saw it in real life and it genuinely freaked me out. Yeah. But then it like cuts to- To a full body shot,
1: which is obviously like a prosthetic head,
0: a prosthetic head. It's no longer actually Angela or Angela's hair. It's like a weird fluffy wig that does. It's not the same hair. It's not the same face. And then it's a body (laughs) of a boy, a naked boy, a buff naked boy. I feel like
1: it's more of a dude. I don't think it's a boy.
0: Yeah, it's like, I feel like dude, this dude's like it's 24. Like a, it's like an older guy's body who has muscles, which is so weird because Angela is a thin preteen girl.
1: She didn't have shoulders like that she for sure. She didn't have
0: shoulders or like packs like that. Yeah. It makes no sense. And like she just looks like to me like a high school boy who works out and plays football. Yeah. Like, It's not the same body, but we're supposed to believe all of a sudden that this weird head (laughs) with this weird wig is standing naked in front of these cops. And they're just going to look at her and be like, she's a boy. Right. And that's just supposed to be accepted. And all of a sudden, like, because they do flash to Aunt Martha, like we said, who says, like, oh, you're a boy. So, like, all of a sudden you're like, oh. That is actually the brother. The sister was killed in the boat crash, which actually at the beginning of the movie, I thought the boy survived and the girl died. Yeah. And then I was confused when it was Angela and the boy. It took me a while to figure out what was happening, who was who. I was like, oh, I guess the girl survived. And then I just went with it. Yep. But I really thought it was the boy because I thought they showed him swimming in the water and it was a boy with short hair. So I don't know. But it was mind blowing. The whole thing.
1: I absolutely and utterly agree, because my number one is Sleepaway Camp, by far. (laughs) I said that the ending was something else, and also, I have a new face to scare you with.
0: Can I tell you that last night, he did his interpretation of Angela, and it freaked me out.
1: I feel like it feels pretty accurate when I do it.
0: Do it right now so scary. We need to get you a wig and do it, and then we'll post a picture of it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just on our Patreon.
1: (laughs) Yes, we'll do it just on the Patreon.
0: (laughs) You have to pay $4 to come and see this (laughs)
1: picture. (laughs) Come pay. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go ahead with my number two. Are you ready for it? Yeah. My number two is Slumber Party Massacre 2, where you think she's safe. You think she's sane. You find out that she is neither. She is not safe and she is not sane. It's either one of the two, right? This whole time, she's just been in the insane asylum making all of this up or she's now in the insane asylum because of what happened.
0: And what do we see at the end? A drill cut through the floor.
1: The drill comes through the floor. She is never safe.
0: Even though it shows that she killed him, but obviously she didn't.
1: I mean, do you ever kill Freddy?
0: No, no. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, well, he's a figment of your imagination or, or, you know, he's like your dream come to life. So
1: he's a spectral being.
0: Yeah, it's so odd. He's it's, back. Yeah. I mean, part of me likes to think it was all in our head. Maybe. But I don't know. I agree. That was a pretty interesting ending. I liked it there at the end.
1: We'll have to watch Slumber Party Massacre one and three. I know. We got to know what happens and what happened.
0: Agree. Okay. For some reason, I did not write down a runner up for best ending. So off the cuff, I am. Hold on. Let me just look real quick. I'm going to go with killer clowns from outer space. Okay. Because you have this big ending where Dave kills like this giant clown that comes down. Yeah. And you think that's the end, you know, but he distracts him while Deb and Mike escape. He first the clown's nose, which he knows is their Achilles heel, it's that's what their weak kills point. them. Yep. It explodes. And so you think, like we said, it's like Armageddon, like he's the one that drills down into the asteroid and makes it mm-hmm. explode and sacrifices himself. But then all of a sudden, A clown car shows up and out pops Dave and the two ice cream truck guys.
1: Everybody's okay.
0: Everybody's okay, but you think it's over and you've got the three. You've got Dave, Mike, and Deb. Everybody's getting along and hugging and everything's great. You think it's over and then all of a sudden they get pied.
1: They do get pied. Where did that come from?
0: Where did it come from?
1: They don't ever tell us. And
0: the pies that we saw before were like laced with acid and- Acid pies. Like incinerated the guy. Yep. But they cut it off before you can see what happens when they get pied in the face.
1: We need killer clowns from outer space too.
0: But there is one apparently.
1: We've got to watch that now.
0: (laughs) So that's my answer off the cuff.
1: That is a good answer. Thank you. Okay. So now we have to rank these from worst to first
0: <laughs> yeah least favorite to most favorite i think we both agree our least favorite is troll, troll two.
1: 2 uh my first favorite moment is when it was over <laughs> <laughs> i hated this movie so much like f- this movie <laughs>
0: Oh, that's so good. Okay. I like it.
1: Outside of that, when Joshua is imploring everyone to concentrate when they're touching the wall. He
0: keeps saying, concentrate! Concentrate.
1: Like, they don't change anything that they're doing. (laughs) But he's imploring them to concentrate. I just love that. (laughs) And then finally... Bologna sandwich for the win.
0: <laughs> that's one of mine too. It says, "When eating a double decker bologna sandwich, save the day.
1: Save the day for the win." I think it's
0: it was all the processed meat.
1: All the processed meat, but like layers on layers on layers of bologna. Yeah,
0: it was more than a double decker. That was like a quadruple deck.
1: There was eight layers of <laughs> bologna in there. Have you ever eaten a sandwich that with that much bologna? No, in there? Uh, no, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, all right.
0: Well, from Troll 2, I will say that I loved when Grandpa Seth was talking to the whole family in the yeah. mirror. Yeah. And the sister has on the Garfield nightgown. She did. This was just a nostalgic moment for me thrown in. And I was like, well, she was giving me something here. Thank you. Because they don't have copyright infringement issues because they have every possible thing on their bedroom walls from Warner Brothers to Disney to Marvel to DC Comics to everything. All of it. All of it. Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, like Everybody's on their walls, and she's wearing this Garfield nightgown that is the astrological signs ones. Yes. That everybody had. My sister had one. I have a picture of my Did sister in one. Yes. Oh, wow. Some other people have sent me photo submissions with their Garfield astrological signs. That is so cool. Jammies. Yeah. And also the kid, I can't remember his name right now. Joshua. Joshua. I think Joshua is wearing his G.I. Joe PJs.
1: Yes. I noticed those as well.
0: Just very nostalgic. Yeah. So that was a favorite moment for me in Troll 2.
1: Good set and people dressing. Yes. Yeah.
0: The next one, Nicodemus.
1: Nicodemus the troll. How
0: could you not remember Nicodemus? I'm
1: sorry. We both loved Nicodemus.
0: (laughs) Look, we named him ourselves. He was our favorite troll. He was. The first shot where Joshua is sleeping, but he sees his family in the van. Yes. The Astro van as trolls. We first spot Nicodemus.
1: Oh, yes. And he's like the bug-eyed troll, I would say.
0: (laughs) He's our favorite troll and you gave him the name Nicodemus. I
1: named him Nicodemus. And
0: then every time we saw him after that, we were like, ah, it's Nicodemus.
1: Yeah. And then they like blasted Nicodemus and we were upset.
0: Yeah. He was the only one we cared about.
1: Yeah. Listen, we'll send us a a screenshot of who you think Nicodemus
0: is. Yeah. Let us know. (laughs) Yes. Also, I like when they're doing the seance and Joshua turns into a troll and that is the only time in that movie that I jumped.
1: Oh, you did. I forgot. I did. I
0: screamed a little bit. Scared me. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it. All right. What's your number four?
1: Sleepaway Camp.
0: <gasps> what?
1: Listen, this was... Okay. My last place finisher was my easiest, right? The next four are super close. All right. But yes, overall, number four is Sleepaway Camp. <gasps>
0: that is not what I thought you were going to say.
1: I thought that they didn't show enough of the kills.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That's true. This movie was very gore-free.
1: It was very gore-free, other than, like, the bee kill. It was randomly gory and, like...
0: But it was... In 1983, it was so early days that I think people were afraid to show stuff. Maybe. That is one thing about these movies that I really... I did feel like a lot of the kills were kind of original. Yeah. I don't remember seeing a lot of these types of kills in other movies, from the boiling water right. in the pot to the beehive kill.
1: The beehive one was good.
0: The stab through the shower wall Yep. with Meg. The curling iron.
1: Very unique.
0: Maybe it's done in another one that I just don't know, but it feels unique. But they all just felt... A little bit different, and honestly, after watching all of the big baddies—the ones that everybody knows—it mm-hmm. felt like something a little bit unique. And it was like, oh,
1: it was refreshing. Yeah, but yeah, that's my number four. Who's your number four?
0: Killer clowns from outer space. Really? Yeah, I mean, wow. I enjoyed it. Okay, I did, but I just think there's something that's kind of hokey. The same with trolls too. That it's like it's just a little hokey to have like this big
1: <laughs> fake yeah.
0: character be the killer. You know what I mean?
1: I feel like their makeup like could have been better done. Like the the clown characters could have been more believable. Yeah. They look too fake.
0: I definitely liked the uniqueness of the movie for sure. But I liked the other ones too much.
1: That's where I feel like a modernization of this movie would do the first movie well.
0: Yes. I because you
1: could make it look these clowns could be scarier and they would look more realistic.
0: Well, and maybe have a little more substance, like yeah. like you just have people making out and all of a sudden like they're all they're dead and like, dead. like we're supposed to care. Yeah. I don't know. A
1: little bit more story. Yeah. Okay. Number three for me, Slumber Party Massacre 2. First of all, I love the pillow fight, but this has got to be where the idea that girls actually do this came from because <laughs> they or, do not.
0: That was a question before that. And they were like, let's just make this what guys <laughs> hope that girls actually do at summer parties.
1: Right. Maybe. Who knows?
0: What came first, the egg or the chicken? I yes, don't know. Yes. My number three, Slumber Party Massacre too. All right. <laughs> that slumber party though, I have to say. I know you loved it. I love the fact that they're drinking champagne and eating corn dogs.
1: Yes, that is a good mixture. for getting wrecked.
0: That is amazing. (laughs) Like, because corn dogs is an excellent drunk food. It is. Right. And they are going through those bottles of champs. It's, I can't think of her name, but it's the lead singer's dad's bottles of champagne. Yeah.
1: And they are crushing them and they are going to be asleep in about five minutes.
0: Taking a champagne nap. Yeah. But the pillow fight and the one girl whipping her boobs out for no apparent reason. No
1: apparent reason.
0: Feathers everywhere. It's really just to fulfill the dreams of people who like to think that that's what happens at slumber parties. Right. You know, that's really what it's about. It is. And also just the band was actually really good. They were. They could give the Go-Go's or the Bangles a run for their money. And the actual band that they used for all the music in the film was a band called Wednesday Week. And I believe those were actually their songs and everything.
1: They were. I want to go check out a little Wednesday Week because I enjoyed those songs.
0: Yeah, I was like, this band is actually really good. Yeah. Because we were questioning, like, are they playing these instruments? Is that actually them singing?
1: I was like... That actually kind of maps up guitar-wise.
0: Yeah, they did a good job. They
1: did. I enjoyed it.
0: Also, just a brief thing. I really liked the hand burger, where she was eating a burger and there was a hand.
1: Yeah, that was a good trick.
0: And then the raw chicken that jumped out of the fridge.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was funny.
0: That was a jump scare that got me. Yeah. Like Not a lot of things in these movies scared me, but that was definitely something that made me jump. Right. Number two for me is Chopping Mall.
1: Number two for me is also Chopping Mall.
0: (laughs) I was actually pleasantly surprised with Chopping Mall. I was too. I was invested.
1: I enjoyed that movie and I was very excited when Mike Brennan left the store because I knew he was dead. Yeah. And it was early on in the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. That made this dude.
0: Much more enjoyable. Yes.
1: I don't have to see him (laughs) chomping his gum for the entire movie.
0: (laughs) For Chopping Mall, (laughs) I wrote, when Allison and Ferdy meet. I do like when the other couple that I really like that die Mm -hmm. but they're the last couple before them before Allison and Ferdy right when they're like trying to hook them up Allison and Ferdy and they're like doing like a can't buy me love moment on Ronald Miller where they're like unbuttoning his button down and like messing up his hair trying to make him look a little hotter you know to introduce them but they were so happy when they saw each other they were and I thought that was just a fun little moment because both of them were very resistant to staying after hours and trying to meet anybody
1: yes I also like in that movie, the fact that they party in the store. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody's like, banging, too. Right.
1: Like, it, it is a full-on party. Like, they're banging in the beds. They're getting rowdy. They're Maybe drinking.
0: Maybe they felt like it was convenient because it was right there. Maybe. But I'm like, why can't you just go to someone's house or apartment?
1: I just want to know if that ever happened. Did people do that? Is that a thing?
0: Is there anyone listening that worked in a mall in the 80s that you would stay after hours
1: and, and party do that? I don't think so.
0: But maybe if that were true, I would be so happy. I would be too. So reach out. And number one for me was Sleepaway Camp.
1: Wow. All right. Why?
0: To me, it just felt like a classic 80s, scary camp movie. And I dug it. All right. Also, I like the moment when Angela finally talked.
1: Yeah, that was a big moment. Like, I didn't expect that.
0: No, I was like, she's going to be silent through this whole thing. Yeah. But you have Paul... Who's friends with her cousin, but he came to talk to her, you know, after people were being rude to her and he was actually being very nice and just was. carrying on with her as if she wasn't being odd for not talking. You know right. what I mean? He was like, he acknowledged the fact that like, hey, your cousin told me what happened to you. I'm so sorry. And then he just started talking about other stuff and it just yeah. kind of disarmed her. And when he went to leave her and he said good night, she actually spoke up and said good night. Yep. I thought that was a good moment. It was. My final favorite moment from that movie is the fake mustache on the cop.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is an (laughs) epic mustache. It has a super close up on it, too.
0: And it looks like the fake mustaches that they would put on you in a church play. Right. You're like trying to be like a chimney sweep or something.
1: Or it's like, you know, like New Year's Eve and want to put a mustache on. We put like (laughs) that mustache. That's how bad it is. It's ridiculous. So funny. It was crazy. Obviously, for me, number one is killer clowns from outer space. I mean, I love many aspects of this movie, but like when Dave the cop realizes that Mike Tobacco is telling the truth
0: Mike Tobacco.
1: (laughs) Mike Tobacco. I love that part of a movie when somebody realizes that everything that somebody else is saying has actually been going on. That realization is always fulfilling to especially me,
0: especially when it's early on.
1: Yes, because it was not like eighty percent of the way into the movie; yeah. it was early on.
0: Like the other cop, yes. who didn't believe it and until he that was dead, was to his detriment. Right. Yeah.
1: Now, I I do have a favorite scene from this movie. That scene with the clown and the little girl at the restaurant, <laughs> and he's like enticing her to come yep. out.
0: I told you that that reminded me of an episode of Supernatural. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, I bet that that's what the inspiration was, was from Killer Clowns.
1: It's got to be like, we didn't realize it at that point because we yeah. never seen this. Right. But now we know mm-hmm. that's where it came from. Yep. And then finally, when Dave the cop, he uses his pistol. To free Debbie from the balloon that she's in. Yeah. Which is amazingly dangerous.
0: It is. Well, he doesn't even take a second to be like, hey, Debbie, go to this side while I shoot this.
1: Right. Like he could just blast her by accident. (laughs) But overall, like I found this movie enjoyable and I want to watch more iterations of it by the same creators. So if there's killer clowns from outer space two that are made by the same team, I want to watch it.
0: Yes. The only other thing I have to say about that is after Deb takes her shower and she changes into a new outfit, she's got some leg warmers over her jeans and her tennis shoes. Right. On point. And she's got the bead necklaces, which you just would have to see them. But I remember them from the 80s. Like they were very specific.
1: Yeah. Like you could customize them. You made them yourself.
0: Yes. But I don't remember ever seeing those particular type of necklaces after right. that time period. yep, I remember my mom and sister having them, and I always wanted them. Mm. And then I always thought it was weird that the cop in this movie thought that the teenagers were hooligans because they were drinking beer and wine when he had a stash of whiskey in his filing cabinet.
1: Yeah, I feel like it was like a bottle of Jack Daniels. It was. Yeah. And he was crushing it during the workday.
0: Right. But he was talking about them as if they were just demonic or something. Yeah. I just thought that was weird. But I guess it was the 80s. So maybe that's all they had to focus on. I don't know. And then my final one for that movie is when the ice cream truck brothers, I can't think of their names. Yeah. I never can. But they're in the ball pit (laughs) and the girl clowns are sitting there on the edge, almost like they're in a hot tub. Right. Like they're on vacation and they're meeting these (laughs) chicks in a hot tub. Yep. And one of the girls' boobs keeps growing.
1: (laughs) They start inflating their (laughs) boobs. (laughs) Yes.
0: And one of the guys asks... Are you Debbie's roommates? And this is because Mike earlier had told them that Debbie had roommates with big boobs just to try to get them to come and help save Debbie. That was like the the one thing that was going to get them to go there. So that was hilarious. So good. Okay. I don't know that all of these movies have sequels, but I just want to know out of all of them, which ones of these would you watch more of?
1: For me, it is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Sleepaway Camp, and then maybe... Slumber Party Massacre. Okay. That is a distant third. Those first two, though, I would watch more of. Chopping Mall as well. Okay. I want to know what else happens with those robots.
0: Robots. So I would be interested to see the original Slumber Party Massacre. Same here. I don't know what they would do with a third. I feel like that would just be beyond cheese.
1: Yeah. And you know what's funny about the original Slumber Party Massacre is I always saw that box art. Yeah. Yeah when I went to go rent movies and I thought that was a phone cord. I didn't know that was like a drill.
0: (laughs) That's funny. It's true. Cause we were looking at it and I was like, yeah, I can totally see how it looks like a phone cord." looks like
1: a phone cord. Yeah.
0: Never thought about being a drill. The sleepaway camp movies. I'm very curious to know, like, is it Angela that carries on? Right. Like I want to know what the storyline is there. So I'm Curious about those. And then, yeah, I mean, I think there is a sequel to Killer Clowns. I'm slightly curious. I'm not like, oh, I have to watch that right now. Chopping Mall, I don't think there's any more. If there were, I would watch them just because it's a mall, honestly. Yeah. That's the only draw for me is the mall setting.
1: I want to know how they like refactor Chopping Mall for 2021.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. I would like to see Chopping Yes. If it's going to be Chopping Mall, I think I need to see some chopping.
1: Like our robots need to have either a tomahawk or it's got to have a a cleaver of some kind. It's got to have an arm with something that chops.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh, you should go ahead and read some of the other suggestions that our followers gave us on that Instagram post.
0: Okay. So there are over 400 comments on this post. Nice. So I can't read them all. But just to list a few, People Under the Stairs was one that was mentioned a lot. Motel Hell.
1: Maximum Overdrive.
0: Yes, was mentioned a lot. April Fool's Day, which was one that I always wanted to watch, but never did for some reason. The Stuff.
1: The Stuff I feel like I've heard of.
0: Ice Cream Man. Hmm. Blood Diner.
1: Oh, that's a new one.
0: Dolls, which is actually one that I watched with my friend Sarah that we drank and laughed through. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that would be a good one to watch. Again, that's pretty funny. Terror Vision.
1: Ooh, I've heard of that one.
0: Prom Night (laughs) 4. Nightbreed. Girlfriend from Hell.
1: I feel like I know that one.
0: Ghoulies, which I feel like is something coming out of the toilet. Waxwork is one that we saw a lot. Mary Lou Prom Night 2 is one that I saw a lot. Halloween 3, which I think we've both seen. Just doesn't, you know, it's like one that has nothing to do with Michael Myers. So people don't like it.
1: Oh, we watched that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's not my fave.
1: It's different.
0: I don't know that it's awesomely bad, though. I just think I just don't like it as much. Yeah. Killing is one that we saw a Ooh. lot, which I feel like maybe could be a good Thanksgiving podcast episode.
1: We should do that.
0: <laughs> Saturday the 14th was one that I saw quite a bit. Jack Frost, which is not the one with Michael Keaton. They say he's chilling and killing.
1: I feel like I can see that box art. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Student Bodies. Black Christmas, I feel like we watched. Yeah. Night of the Comet.
1: I've not heard of that one.
0: Return of the Living Dead 2 is one I saw quite a bit. Rubber, which we've actually watched.
1: Rubber was very interesting. A killer tire. Yes. Uh A vindictive killer tire.
0: Yeah. Basket Case, I saw a lot.
1: That's one I always saw and never rented.
0: Yeah. The Leprechaun movies. I remember watching the first Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston. I'm going to
1: say, I thought Jennifer Aniston was in that.
0: She is. The Gingerbread Man is one. Critters, which is one I've always wanted to watch.
1: I've never watched any of the Critters movies. Those
0: are ones that the VHS covers fascinated me in the video store.
1: Ditto. Critters 1, Critters 2, probably (laughs) 3.
0: I'm seeing The Gate a lot.
1: I've not heard of that.
0: Dr. Giggles.
1: A new one as well.
0: House of Wax I've seen. So that I've it, heard of. That was Jared Padalecki. I mean. Oh,
1: you watched it?
0: And Paris Hilton. Yeah. Oh, I did see that Chad, House of Wax. Yeah. Michael Murray. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, who's the other one? Alicia Cuthbert or whatever. Yeah. So those were the ones that were listed the most.
1: That's like four other episodes.
0: I know. If we had time, we could do all of them, but we can just save them for next season.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Well, thank you everyone for participating. We hope that we did it justice and we had a lot of fun just covering stuff that we've never seen before.
1: We did. I had a lot of fun doing this. These were movies that I'd never watched before and they were, for the most part, (laughs) awesomely bad.
0: Minus Troll 2.
1: Minus Troll 2. Sorry, if you like Troll 2 and you think it's awesomely bad, that's your opinion. I disagree and that's fine.
0: Go eat your green Nickelodeon yes. slime somewhere else.
1: Listen, go have your eight <laughs> stacks of bologna and your green hamburgers. I don't care.
0: <laughs> say hi to Nicodemus for us.
1: Yeah, say hi to Nicodemus the troll.
0: <laughs> All right. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called The Cozy Club Dash Fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at We Don't Want to Grow Up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash We Don't Want to Grow Up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms, and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. Have a good one.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Bye.